What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another damn, damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. Oh, 339, baby. 339. Yes, 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 yes. Right in the middle of um, the holiday season is December. Yeah, so um, it's the most wonderful time of the year, as they say. <laughs> I don't know who was they, but yes. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most expensive time of the year. <laughs> That's, true. That's true, yeah. Spending money on holiday gifts, gas bill going up. <laughs> Food prices just going like everything just, ugh, but we're still here. We're yeah. still here. What Bless I am grateful for is um, we still got the Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deals. It's like yeah, and um, one of the fun deals that I took advantage of for the streaming was Stars. It's like yeah, so I was like okay, Ooh. like Stars, I got it for like yeah, like two dollars a month, something like that for like. Six yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> Monday, so I ordered because um. Raising Kane in his back, baby. That's why I got it. Because <laughs> I saw it, it said new episodes December 1st. I was like, oh, I'm definitely getting that. They hook you in. They had that on the fucking uh, thing. Yeah. Say, so get stars for $2.99 for um, six months or whatever. That's it. That's all that they had to raising Kane and pick dead. Becoming December 1st. I was like, oh, I'm definitely getting it. <laughs> yeah. Me and babe watched the new episode too. So get like, your yes. That's how you do it. Hack. Yes. <laughs> That's the hack right there. That's the uh, finance hack. So when you see these streaming services, Services with their deals, get the deal, do all your binging uh, and shit, yeah, and then um, cancel yeah, it. <laughs> some watch, some will watch Powers Book Force too, like with Tommy, like that. Um, already aired in the fall, like so. I'm gonna binge all of those and then watch the new episodes of Raising Cannon as they come out each week, and then just cancel it after six months. Before, <laughs> and before the uh, subscription, before they uh auto renew to like the regular price, just yeah, before it goes to nope. regular price, yep. <laughs> That's the tip for you. Put it on your calendar. Put it as a reminder because they will be quick to charge your card that full price. So have it on this day, on April, whatever, or May, whatever the date is. Have it right there so you know <laughs> that your subscription is about to end. Shout out to my guy Ricky Rampage. Like he um appeared on um Power Book Force with um oh. yeah. <laughs> should, should I give a spoilers on what happens to this character? I won't. It's like some of y'all might not watch it. Even though he's <laughs> well, uh, R.I.P. Ricky Rampage, and I'll leave it. <laughs> Must have crossed Tommy. <laughs> you, you said it right. You said it. Not me. <laughs> I mean, just. I, I I didn't watch any of the uh, subsequent power like after Ghost died. Watched, I, um, I, I just couldn't watch it. Tariq or Raising Cannon or Force. Yeah, that's. I just it. couldn't watch it because I'm like, it's not the same without Amari. I was like, yeah. it's not. But then, from what I heard, people say it's good though. And Raising Cannon slaps, man. That's the one. It's like <laughs> out of the three sequels, that's the one I was like. It's just saw, a period piece, so yeah, it's um a prequel. It shows how yeah, Cannon, the nineties. Cannon is like yeah. And the guy looks like 50 Cent, too. That's why the guy that got to play Kane. <laughs> <It looks like, laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, I said, where did they find him at? Like, he looks just like 50. Like, yeah, like you could tell he, he um, studied his mannerisms, like his swag and everything. It's like 50, too. Like, even like to his, the um, a little bit like he talks like he would. I was going to say, does he have his enunciation? Because yeah, 50, like, obviously. Yeah, he has the little slur when he talks. Yeah, obviously, he, because like when 50 yeah. got shot, that's why he has the. Why well, he sounds like that? Even yeah. talks like that, yeah. So, so he definitely studied fifties mannerisms. Because so. that's so important when you are portraying somebody as a as a younger version of them. You need to have their mannerisms. You need to have their tone, their speech. You need to have everything where it's kind of, you know, like even if somebody like for example, like we always say, even somebody who didn't look like him at all, but he had his mannerisms and his speech was Denzel when he portrayed Malcolm X. He didn't look like Malcolm X. He physically did not look like when you look at Malcolm X and look at this. When I heard he was cast, I was like, um, I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I was I wasn't excited. Yeah. He was like, Lawrence Fishburne is right there. He was like, he's Fishburne, right there. That's, that was my <laughs> pick. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne is right there. Fishburne and Spike had worked together before with school days. It's like, and uh, Dap was kind of um, Malcolm Ish anyway. So I was like, and then he, that he was still deep and uh, as furious in Boys yeah, in the Hood. Um, so yeah, he um, as furious was. So I was like, you got the guy right there. And even when he says, um, when he's talking to the brothers in Compton, he says, "You got to think, young brother." Think. He has that's the Malcolm X pose. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Simon, you was like, I don't know about Denzel. You said he's gonna look like Bleak Gilliam. That's what you kept on saying. I was like, and I was like, chicks, and I was like, chicks are gonna want to fuck Malcolm. I was like, I, I ain't feel. <laughs> doing like, that. Yeah, doing that. <laughs> we didn't. Land but, that. <laughs> but when we watched it, we didn't see any of that. Like he, Denzel is such a. It's the goat to me. That's like my favorite actor of all time. Yeah, the goat. Yeah. So the way else, he announced, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on us. Like the way he guys are to like him and listen to some of those old Malcolm X speeches. Mm -hmm. He definitely, you can tell you studied. Yeah, boss, we sick. We sick. We, we sick. Yeah. We like, sick. That's the grassroots speech. Yeah, like that. The we sick line is in there. <laughs> and he said, you could tell he studied Malcolm because he was like, he enunciated just like him. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> he had, he had it down. Yeah. He had it down to a T because I was like, whoa. Because we were like, so we've been listening to Malcolm X speeches since we were mm -hmm. like, Grew up like, like kid on Dolomite. We grew up. We grew up on. We grew up on it. <laughs> Dolomite. We had Malcolm X. <laughs> That's what we grew up on. That's what it was like growing up. What was it like growing up in my house? This is what we had. Big facts. <laughs> they extended to school. We got profiled during Black History Month. <laughs> you're writing about Malcolm. I didn't even have a choice. Yeah, just you're writing about Malcolm. Not who do you want to write about? Okay, you're so, writing about Malcolm X. Okay, so Naima, you can take Malcolm X, Naima. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, wait. Well, I'm like, again? Yeah. <laughs> <What>? Again? <laughs> And then we actually read the autobiography of Malcolm X uh, when I was. Wait, wait. I read it before the movie came out. I read it um, when I was a, probably about that age too, like six. The seven. movie had come. The movie had just come out around the time when I was in sixth grade. The movie was out, so yeah, it was read like, it. yeah. And so they were like, "Let's read the book." And everybody was doing this to me, Naima, like the teacher. Everybody, I was like, "I'm not teaching the. I, I'm not. No, <laughs> Naima. What do you have to say, Naima? I'm like." But like you said, the, the things come the awkward. That was okay. But, um, but things come full circle. Like yeah, because um, the the autobiography of Malcolm X is now available on Audible. Guess who did the Audible reading for? Who? Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> so so it comes full circle. Yeah. So so and I can like, hear in his voice. Like, Fishburne as Malcolm he's reading autobiography. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so books I may have to read this uh, holiday season. <laughs> Reread because, like I said, I read it years ago. But books about the reread, I'm gonna download the Audible version. Is narrated by Fishburne. Like, look at, like, look at God. It's like full circle moment right there. <laughs> I'm gonna put my reminder in now because I have some credits I gotta use. <laughs> like, I, I, as you can tell, I already downloaded this. So I know that. <laughs> so, well, I got three credits I haven't used, so let me go ahead and use one of the credits. Right? <laughs> go ahead and use it. Read by Lawrence Fishburne. Let's go. <laughs> Nice. Full nice. circle moment. Pretty nice, good. nice. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got going on? I'm just getting everything set. <laughs> um, well, I'll start here since we are uh right in the right in the peak of holiday season. Mm -hmm. A big congratulations to Macaulay Culkin. He got his star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He was honored this past Friday. Yeah. <laughs> the thumbnail we using right there. <laughs> we have to, and like I did, just watch Home Alone last night with the kids. It's streaming on Disney Plus. Like I watch it every holiday season, and uh, Ari loves, like she loves Home Alone. And I, like now, I'm pointing out, I'm like Kevin is the same age that you are. Kevin was eight, you're eight, so. And Ari just looking. I said, "There's no way that I would leave you home alone. No way, me and your father." Ari, Ari's tough. She'd um, she'd fuck the wet bandits up too. <laughs> we got Hercules too, so she'd have help. But Macaulay got his star, and it's a well deserved. I feel that you know it's, it's overdue. That's quite the journey, yeah. Because um. After mm -hmm. he had, he suffered like most child stars. He battled his demons, yeah. Like after mm -hmm. the um, after he fell out of the limelight, he battled his demons, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but Macaulay looks great now. Like um, he's a year older than me. Like he looks, he looks great. He was there with his fiance, who was Brenda Song. She's okay. also an actress. She was on um, I think the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She was on Disney. Because a lot of people were like, wait a minute, so he's I've with her? Oh, well, I've never seen him. <laughs> like, a lot of people were like, wait a minute, he's with her? Because a lot of people didn't know that that was his fiance. And they have two little boys. And their little boys are so cute. Like, the one, the two-year-old had, like, a little mohawk. And he looked just like Macaulay. He had, like, the little mohawk. And 
Like, and then they have a baby that they had earlier this year. So they were there. And the uh, thing that made me just smile, like I almost had a little tear in my eye. Uh, Catherine O'Hara was there, his uh, Home Alone mom. She was there and she did a nice speech. She basically said, thank you for having me, your fake mom here who left you home alone twice. (laughs) You know, so like she put like the little Home Alone joke in and, you know, he was like wiping his tears, hugging her. It was just a really sweet moment to see that. They reconnected because Home Alone, that was over 30 years ago. 1990. So, 1990, that was over 30 years ago. So to see that, you know, she's still in his life and still like, you know, for this huge milestone. So I thought that that was a really, really cool moment just to see. And of course, Macaulay closed it out when he said, you know, it's right on time. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. He said that. That's how he closed. And I was like, yeah. Oh, probably right because it's Christmas time. Yeah. Even time. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> I laughed when he said that. So it was really good seeing that because honestly, I feel like Macaulay, as far as like child actors, I feel like he's on the Mount Rushmore. I feel he is. Okay. Let's name our Mount Rushmore. Gary I feel he's on the Macaulay. I feel he's on the Mount Rushmore. I feel he is. You need two more. <laughs> you of gotta, course, you have Shirley Temple. Shirley oh, Temple, there's three. Lollipop, you gotta have her, of course. You need one more, then. <laughs> Who else did you say? I said Gary Coleman, definitely. Yeah, Gary Coleman, definitely. Now yeah. the world don't move. <laughs> definitely him. Because in his in his day, he was the highest paid. The highest paid child star. In mm-hmm. era, so you got to put Gary on that list. Yeah. Shirley Temple had the the the. the you know, we she had the whole uh, hairstyle. We, we, we wore our hair. We got a whole drink named after the, uh, Leslie. She didn't even like yeah, but yeah. they had to create a yeah because she was the only kid and he played. So they had to create a non alcoholic drink for her. That's what her. Mm-hmm. she really didn't care for. Him, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the rumor that she didn't even like Shirley Temple. <laughs> and then just her uh, tapping, you know, her being like tapping made you know us little girls look at tap, you know. So we're like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know. I can't think of anyone else. I'm like trying to think. I'm like, thinking of a lot of child actors, but they didn't really have the runs like those others, like um, or the impact like the others had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure is one. I more. say Macaulay because Macaulay, like the the way that he was able to convey all that emotion, because like on screen, he was on screen a lot by himself in Home Alone, and he carried, he held those scenes. Like he, like you actually were into the movie, like you weren't like uh, watching it. Like he actually held those scenes and drew across emotion and he was he was really good like he was a really good actor he was mm-hmm. i'm gonna just throw urkel on there so i don't know I'm just throwing a name on it. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think of somebody <laughs> i can't think of a, we have to come back to a fourth one yeah um, some people have running they branch into other things like uh Ron Howard, like he branched to other things though, like he became a good director. Yeah, for, for yeah. Hey, that's a mm-hmm. good one, yeah. How he like grew into like and most people know him as a director more than um Opie right now. So yeah. Well, yeah. Richie Cunningham. Yeah. <laughs> well, like another one that I think I love her fly like I well, I would I give all flowers to all the time. I love Ken Fields. I think Ken Fields is amazing. It might be our fourth one. <laughs> I give her her flowers because she she successfully went from little. Hey, she might be. <laughs> <laughs> well, she went from little on the commercials, and then she was Tootie, and then she became Regine. And the yeah. uh, I don't know if you watch the Upshaws. Upshaws are hilarious. And she's a successful director and stuff. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's she even it. taught uh, Brandy how to act. They said that yeah, after they saw this, like Brandy connect, so they they had her go to Cannes Fields before she got Moesha. Yeah. And she taught Brandy how to act. So well, yeah, most of them actors on Thea couldn't act. So there we go. <laughs> they they definitely need some help on that show. So not not just Brandy, most of that cast. <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> I won't let you shit on Jason, goddamn Weaver. Shy <laughs> <laughs> <Shy> town baby. <laughs> never, never. Jason Weaver, he he was like I said, that's Shy Town right there. And he got his money from the Lion King. Yeah. Smart business for his mom. He's did. still acting. He's on the shy currently. He's like, hey, <laughs> still around in 2023. There you go. <laughs> and he went, all over me. <laughs> have only one call. He has some good hoods, though. Jason Weaver did some good hoods. Don't so, know so. why. <laughs> Love it, bitch. 
<laughs> well, not so much his solo work. He's like, speaking of that, let's let's make fun of it. What's the name? Nick Cannon was on the Breakfast Club like the other day, and um, and Charlemagne and then basically was saying how you don't got no songs. It's like, yeah, basically how his music career was trash. I'm a gigolo. I'm about to say that because like they they guest calls if he, uh, she mentioned gigolo. He's like, yeah, we can't even play that because R. Kelly is on. He's like, look, look at God work. Like the, the one hit he got, we can't even play it. It's like. <laughs> So Nick Cannon got no song. The one song he had is banned. It's like, you ain't look at God working. Nick Cannon. <laughs> his music career was... The one hit he had is is, is, is unplayable at this point, basically. What's the, what's the other song he had? It don't matter. <laughs> I, don't, I know he was in the laundromat video because like R. Kelly couldn't be in the video and then Nick Cannon was in the video. We were confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's more ridiculous having the video, R. Kelly or Nick Cannon. They both pretty ridiculous. Well, and then they can, and then she was like, "Don't worry about Keith." And they're like, "Who's Keith?" Like I was confused. Like, like, crazy. Oh is Keith R. Kelly or is he Nick Cannon? We don't know who Keith is to this day. Don't worry about Keith. <laughs> well, yeah, that video sucked. By the way, that is over there. <laughs> I was confused about what was going on watching that video. I was, I was highly confused. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about television and all of that stuff. <laughs> I want to read about my guy, uh, Miles Franklin, on Facebook. He posted this, and I'll get your response, and I'll read some of the responses. He's like, what's the greatest moment in television history? I was like, oh, good one. I got my pick right away. I, didn't have, I had no um, no qualms about what I was going um, I have. We might have the same thought. When Michael Jackson moonwalk on Motown 25. Absolutely. Exactly what I said. said Michael Jackson doing the moonwalk on Motown 25. And he said, that's my moment. He agreed with me, basically. <laughs> but I have some other great <laughs> ones. I'll read through these. But yeah, I was right there. It's like, we think alike. I was like, hey, like Michael Jackson doing that moonwalk on Motown while 25. I was a little younger when that actually happened. So I don't know the impact. But I know that from your impact, you, you said that. People like watching. Yeah. Yeah. Cause here, I'll, break, I'll, I'll break down how the whole thing did that. Because it was like Motown 25, you know, celebrating the best of Motown. Mm -hmm. Of course, like mom is into it. Like, yeah. Course. Course, like as me and Feast, we're away. We just want to see Michael. Like, we want to see Michael. Michael. I don't care about. Okay, yeah, they that's nice, Diana and them. Like, okay, yeah, we want, we want Michael. Four tops, cool. Is like anybody coming to see you, Otis? Smokey Robinson, okay, cool. Yeah. Go, nobody coming to see you, Otis. You can go to the <laughs> <laughs> we, we invented that before Leon. We we say nobody coming to see you, Otis. We like we want to see Michael. That's what, that's what so we said it before Leon. <laughs> 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 And then Mar Marvin Gaye was cool. It's like, yeah, okay, but uh, yeah, we want to see Mike. And then when Michael and he, they came out, which is a big deal, the first time the Jacksons had been together in about a decade, like Jermaine had left like about mm -hmm. a decade before that. And so it was a big deal, like Jermaine being back in the group. And then mom was like, and of course, mom was like, yeah, this is Motown. They doing all, they're not going to do that. <laughs> she was like, and they did all the, yeah, like, I want you back. I'll be there. Like, um, stop the love, yeah. Stop the love, save me, be your own. They did all. We think that great school. You wanted to be. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Y'all know the one. <laughs> And then um they do the sub and then like when he wraps up with his brothers, you know, they hug the brothers walk off. Michael's like, Yeah, I don't really like those songs. Yeah, those are great songs, but what I really like is the new stuff. <laughs> he grabs a fedora, me and Fees jumped out of our seats when that Billy Jean B came in. <laughs> we lost our shit. <laughs> we kinda looked at mom like, Yeah, I told you, yeah. <laughs> he said he wasn't gonna do Billy Jean. <laughs> we were kinda like, Yeah, no, I don't know like about yeah. RE size. <laughs> Sometimes he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then when he went into that moonwalk, that just, we were already on 10, even way before he got there. When he does it, that just puts us into orbit after that shit. It's like literally, uh, like pun intended, put us in the orbit when he did that moonwalk. We were already on 10 when he just put the fedora on and did Billy Jean. <laughs> Classic. Oh my god! I can't even tell you what happened after that. It's like we probably went to bed. I said I don't remember the rest. Of it. <laughs> probably went to bed after my second. Okay, we I saw mean, for the next year school. Bed. You see that what Mike did? You guys were just yeah, like that slide. Yeah, we even know what to call. We called that slide. Yeah, we didn't even know what to call. You see that slide, yeah, Michael? Yeah, we got it. That's what we got. <laughs> and that's why I say because like the fact that that carried on because recently at Ari's school. 
they did a silent party for the kids. And then when they played Michael Jackson, one of her classmates was doing the moonwalk. He was like, I saw the, he was doing the one of her classmates was doing it. I was like, what? So like these kids, like, like Michael died way before these kids were even born. So you get what I'm saying? So it's like I had about 15 years ago. So I'm like, he's been for a yeah. while, he's been dead. Yeah, he died in 09. Yeah. 15, 15 years. Ago. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. Ari never in her life knew Michael Jackson, but she knows all his material because I play it. I show her the video. So she knows like all his work. She hears his voice like on Rockwell. She was like, that's Michael Jackson. I always hear. She knew that was Michael Jackson. He was like, "That's Michael." I was like, "Yeah, baby." He sang the chorus on it. Shout out to Rattle Stems. I did a mashup of Thriller with um Rock <laughs> watching me. <laughs> they match up because it's on. It's in the same key and it's both Michael. So yeah, it sounded good. The Thriller beating um and the um I feel what somebody's watching me sing. It actually sounded good. Yeah, I, did I need some of these uh recordings you send to me. <laughs> Let me read some of these um great television moments. Somebody bomb Dan Burry put like I have a dream speech by MLK. Great one, great choice. Of course, yeah. Curtis Sweat put um who shot JR as another classic. <laughs> <laughs> the world did stop, and then wasn't it the sister-in-law thing? I think so. That's as mom. <laughs> mom is Sue Ellen or something, I think was her I name. Was her, yeah. Maybe um Maybe I'm not remembering right, but I know mom. Yeah, it was still because mom was all into it. He was a Dallas fit. Orphy put um I I Ross take you, Rachel. I wasn't a friends guy, so I guess that's when Ross and Rachel got married. I guess on Yeah, I didn't watch Friends. So I didn't get that one here. <laughs> Gregory put um MJ's thriller video, another great moment. Yeah. One of the greatest Motown 25, but another great moment. <laughs> Here's another one from my era too. Yeah, when um Eric Tillery put um when Muhammad Ali came to visit a sick Arnold Jackson, <laughs> Ali was on the <laughs> different strokes. <laughs> I remember that one because celebrity like, cameos just started. They just did celebrity cameos a lot in the eighties. Yeah, another one from our era. Yeah, you preach this one by Tuesday. Lynn Williams, Bankstorm, whatever. Yeah, it said um when Whitley married Dwayne on Different Worlds. The baby, please, please yeah. Song. That's a classic TV moment there. <laughs> oh, I have one controversial. Go ahead. What's not guilty, OJ? Oh yeah, good one. You, it's, a, it's a lot from that. That one, the Bronco chase you could put on there is like so much OJ shit. It's Controversial, like, but the not guilty or the Bronco chase you could put. Either. We all were like this, like because we watched that trial. I was a freshman in high school. We were watching. I was working. It, like, at, I was working TV. at Mrs. Fields in Woodfield Mall, and uh, and I took my break to like see the verdict. <laughs> they rolled the TV yeah, out the and they played in our class. The TV with the attached VCR, they rolled it out for you. You know, like I said, back in the day, they had the TV with the VCR. They rolled it out, and then we were watching it in class. We watched the verdict. Live in class, and, um, yeah. I actually, actually went on break and probably went over my break, and then the boss didn't even care. It's like, right, <laughs> yeah, I went out just can't that that's break. a good moment, yeah. That is controversial, but um, Chris, <laughs> um, Marcus, I appreciate this one from Chris, um, dying. And he said, Cubs winning the world series. That's a, Marcus, I appreciate that, yeah. One. Marcus, he. <laughs> that was a big moment. That was the first baseball game I watched since the Sox won the World Series in 05. Like mm-hmm. for personal reasons. Yeah, that's the first. Right. So right. that's the first. I hadn't watched a baseball game in what? Um what that's over a decade. Yeah. yeah. Eleven years, yeah. Yeah. It was eleven years, yeah. First baseball game I watched in eleven years. David Fuller says when Kanye said George Bush don't care about black people. He was a good one. Too. Um, here's not, like Chris Tucker was like this, <laughs> looking like a deer. Head, Mike like. Myers was like, <laughs> he looked at him and then looked back. And then he was like, like, Chris Tucker, <laughs> like, he looked crazy. As hell. Chris Tucker wasn't ready. They was just like, just get the camera off Kanye. And he went to Chris and he probably was looking at the monitor and didn't know he was on camera yet. <laughs> his eyes are so big, so like his eyes were like orbit. They were like, his eyes were like this big. Here's another good one um from DJ uh Doug DJ DJ Chill DB Chill I forgot I'm screwed your name my brother yeah says 1993's um Super Bowl halftime show with Michael Jackson Michael Jackson I was gonna say that Jackson's was all thing. over this list baby let's go he stood like this mm-hmm. for like a minute like the crowd just went crazy <laughs> he just stood there like <laughs> I want to do that one I just want to go out on stage and stand like this well I'll get some cheers if I just stand 
If I do it, it'd be dead silence, bro. <laughs> <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> Somebody else put the Kanye Bush one too. <laughs> Somebody um Janelle Sloan put on um, with Mad Dog shot JJ it's like, uh, on Good Times. <laughs> Mad dog shooting. Here's a good one. Uh, of course, old school. Um, one small step for man. Yeah, the moon landing. One moon landing. That was a bit mankind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was it on live TV? Um, was the Kennedy assassination on television? I'm not sure. I'm sure it was. I think it was. Yeah. I know it uh, all when Jack Ruby shoots Lee Ivy off, so it was definitely on TV. <laughs> that mm-hmm. one when um when they bring him into police station, he just runs out and mm-hmm. blasts him. Less <laughs> that's and one. Of course, that was... uh, but more like you know, sentimental stuff like nine eleven. Of course, that was yeah. Like, the, you know, um, the second plane hitting the tower. Yeah, just when it. Oh my god! Because like just the panic. It was like At first it was a lot of confusion. Okay, yeah, one of the towers has been hit. Like we don't know if um the pilot got um yeah sun in his We couldn't tell, but uh we don't know if it was a commuter plane or a private plane. They were like. And when yeah, the second kinda... plane hits, you knew the whole story. And <laughs> that's the one that happened on live TV. The yeah, second plane the hitting one. the tower. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the one. It's like, yeah. Um, and then of course, like several people put um, that's why I didn't even mention this, like um uh, several people put um Obama's inauguration, yeah. Because mm-hmm. first black president. <laughs> that was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> you see him take his walk. Yeah. Hey, Obama's inauguration. I had like about five different people put that one. Let's bring some more up then. I've named my Motown 25. Let's just name some like before. I, I got one too from uh, we mentioned Good Times. Damn, damn, damn. Because that was so shocking. Florida slamming the punch bowl. Yeah, like James Death in general, but like the punch bowl was like the one. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. With damn, damn, damn. Um, so Cliff and Claire shocking. dancing off of the set of the Cosby show. Yeah, that was a nice. Um... I still think, like, as, as much as you know, what whatever Bill Cosby has going on, whatever your opinions are about him, I think the Cosby show had the perfect beginning and ending of a series. Because the way Theo, I'm not going to college, and then he's graduating college on the last episode. That was perfect. That was the perfect. That show, let's do it then. Um, Bye. 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 That's a classic. Cosby show has some good ones. Like the, the, that might be the moment I was safe in Cosby show, either the Cliff and Claire or the um Ray Charles. <laughs> yeah, when be. they danced off because it broke the fourth wall and they broke that, and then they just kind of you know, I got one, too. Like a really sweet moment. You got one too. How come you don't want me? Yeah, that was a good moment. <laughs> and um, and James Avery pulled that out of Will, yeah, because Will mm-hmm. wasn't getting it, and then he like just told, Hey, look at me, it's like, yeah. Yeah. he's like. Do it to me. He was like, hit it here to me. He was like, get it. Because he wanted to pull that out of him to convey that emotion out. Yeah. And it just wasn't, he just wasn't hitting the emotion he needed to hit. And then finally he hit the emotion. Yeah. Uh, the Challenger exploding. That's a great one. Yeah. I'll say great, but uh, memorable. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a, because that was just like yeah. on live TV, like you. Sound like your teacher died. Back, yeah, the school teachers. Uh, <laughs> what's crazy about that? It could have been even more tragic. You know, like instead of the cool t- the school teacher, you know who they were originally going to send out there to space. Ooh. Like Big Bird was supposed to be on that um shuttle. Oh my gosh! So that would have like we would have all been traumatized by that. Like watching Big Bird explode. It's like, like that would have been the uh, like um. But um, probably I don't know if like, he couldn't like the suit wouldn't fit in there or something. Like they ended up going Maybe. with the school teacher. Yeah. But like big because like they wanted a civilian on there. They wanted, yeah. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, Big Bird, like the kids we watching, they said, like, well, they probably did the logistics and we can't get the suit in there. So yeah, they went they switched to a school teacher. Yeah. But but I remember reading that somewhere that Big Bird could have been on that shuttle, which would have been wild as hell. <laughs> oh my but um classic moments from television. Yeah. That's probably more that I forgot about. I got one from us. Paxson for three, baby. Paxson for three. Either that or um the or the the push off. I wanted to. <laughs> Which one? Paxson or the push off? <laughs> what, what push off? What push off? Was no push off. That came like a few a couple of years ago. It was the twenty fifth anniversary of that, 
It's uh, from um, on the NBA, like Paul's like, yeah, like um, the Chicago Michael Jordan is the last shot for the Chicago Bulls six champions, and then for, from the Utah Jazz, the fish is like, yeah, and, and Jordan pushed off. It's like said they still won't let it go. It's like that was twenty five years ago, ninety eight. You still ain't you still on that? I'm not a fan years. from the Utah Jazz official page. Like, yeah, and Jordan pushed off. It's like they put. Oh, here's another great basketball. Moment. The Malice in the Palace. Oh, I was watching that live. Yeah. <laughs> In our test, I didn't see it live. I saw the playback. I was watching it live because I, I was like, "What the hell just happened?" I was like, "Wait, what? I was like, our test was fighting fans." I was like, "What the hell just well, happened?" It was like he's going crazy. <laughs> Stephen Jackson crazy. went out and got some too. It's like, yeah, Stephen Jackson is a real one. Yeah, like <laughs> he went out, he saw his boy getting mauled. He's like, "Shit!" He ran out there and like <laughs> jumped right in the middle of that and shit. Did like, yeah. Jermaine O'Neal did he did get some too? Man O'Neal, he did the baseball slide into the, the baseball slide where he like slid like he was going. Really, home what happened? Here. He slipped because of all of the debris and stuff. It's like he was really going for. It's better that he slipped because like yeah, this is a big six nine, like two hundred and sixty pound dude. He was going to like the hammer the dude, but then he slips and shit, and then it goes into that slide. And he could he landed that punch. It would have been like Kermit Washington all over again. He was really <laughs> going for like a. It sounded yeah. like a gore being dropped. Yeah. But um, Jermaine O'Neal, because I watched the Malice um is a um documentary about that on Netflix. Yeah, I watched it. And Jermaine said, yeah, he was really going for a punch, but he just slipped because of all the crap on the court. So it looked like he was doing a baseball slide. He said it's probably better than he did slip because he probably would have killed that guy if he had landed that punch. Well, he would have been developmentally, Facts, you know, because yeah. he would have got hit at full strength. Yeah, yeah. Even NBA guys are huge. Yeah. They're huge. But um, yeah, that's a great moment. I got another one too. Like we appreciate as Bulls fans when um the Pistons walk off the court after Isaiah. <laughs> he walks off sheepishly, like <laughs> Isaiah. <laughs> as the gray horse grass said, straight bitches. <laughs> straight. I still not get that on his shirt. Straight bitches, horse grass. Straight bitches. <laughs> That's a great. They one. were that. That was very bitch made. That was like all the time that you guys did this, and we finally got the best of you. And then you couldn't even take your beating like a damn man. You had and to walk off like with 15, 15, seconds, 15 left. seconds left on the clock, like, and it's led by Isaiah too. Yeah, like, they, or was it Lambier? Because I watched the Bad Boy. Um, had a third twenty for um thirty for thirty. Yeah, they had a Bad Boy one. Yeah, and um. I think it was Lambier that said, "Yeah, like, uh, he he said, yeah, he said, yeah, let's get the fuck out." He whispered to, him, "Say, yeah, let's go." <laughs> that way it is still at the end of the day. Isaiah just jealous because this is his town, but then it's Mike's town, though. That's what that's what that's about. Even though you from here, but Chicago love Michael more than you. We say the greatest ballers from Chicago. Isaiah don't get mentioned a lot. You mentioned Derrick Rose. You mentioned um Anthony Davis, Benji, Wayne Wade, yeah, Wade, but like. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Thomas is better than all of them. <laughs> he, he's like, maybe Wade is the only one that's like, but I think Isaiah is probably even better than Wade. It's like, <laughs> he's probably better than all of those guys. <laughs> but he don't get the credit because of um, the whole the walking off the court thing. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why he don't get the credit for being the gold um, Chicago player. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, yeah, Mike. Mike gets more love than him, so that's what it is. It's just the because this is Mike Michael Jordan will always have a home in Chicago. He always will. Like if Michael wants to come, anything that Michael Jordan's back in Chicago, we'll we'll go. He's one modern, of us. Mike is one of us now. He's a Chicagoan. Modern modern NBA fans would probably say um when the um the Cavs beat the seventy three and nine Warriors coming back from three one that'll be a one of their yeah games. that was a historic moment. Modern fans. I got another good one from back in the day too, when um, but Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson. We <laughs> <laughs> were watching that live. Yeah, we had a uh, dad had ordered the fight at the house, <laughs> so we had the uncle. I remember the, the man <laughs> were over the man, <laughs> and we all were like, <laughs> like all of our uncles were over there, and like our cousins. But yeah, we know. had yeah, <laughs> we were over there watching the Tyson Douglas fight. <laughs> When Tyson, the Mike Tyson has been knocked out. It's like <laughs> yeah. nobody saw that coming because this is Tyson when he was like killing cats here. So for him mm -hmm. to get knocked the fuck out, nobody saw that. Of coming. course, your eighty-five Bears win the Super Bowl. Oh uh, yeah, Peyton. 
them doing the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> yeah, the bear shuffling crew, shuffling on down, doing it for you. Let's go. <laughs> Those are some of my picks for like best. I'm sure it's several more that I missed. Yeah, it's probably more that you missed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Those are some of the great television moments. Yeah, it's cool to like look at that to kind of like have like your capsule of like your television history capsule of just like what was iconic, what was just made you go like, just you know. But we saw some pretty, some pretty cool things that happen on TV on live TV. Yeah, we saw some disasters happen on live TV too. That. At the time, we're like, oh, this was great. But then, like, we always about the infancy of reality TV, like, back in the day. Like, Flavor of Love was like bus TV when we were. But now it's like watching back, like, when you see that, because I think it's on Tubi, I want to say, or something like that. The Flavor of Love Love is on Tubi, which is hilarious because somebody um, actually (laughs) posted, like, yeah, why, why can't they make good television like this? Like flavor of love is not like I said, you wait long enough, anything is gonna be like considered class. In 10, 15 years, people are gonna be saying ice spice and sexy red are like the good old days. It's like yeah. you wait long enough, anything becomes the good old days. If flavor of love is the good old days, I'm just saying. <laughs> when I saw people posting clips of like for a while, I don't know why I was just like getting that in like my watch thing on Facebook and it was like just clips from like flavor of love. And I'm like, I can't believe that this was must see TV for me, like. 15, 16 years ago. I can't believe I that. that. Um, this was like, yeah, like, this is when TV was good. I'm like, <laughs> knock it off. I'm like, <laughs> entertaining, yes, good. I can't say that. New York spinning on pumpkin was good. That was good TV. Come on, knock it off. <laughs> Boots and Bucky was good TV. Larissa, what the hell is she talking about? That's Bucky is still on TV. Yeah, Bucky. <laughs> Bucky's the gift that keeps on giving and shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of um, Hot? Well, Hottie was good TV. <laughs> she blink. Beyonce. Beyonce. I got a story about that. I'm, I'm right <laughs> she looked like Beyonce. <laughs> you look like Lucy Vandross. <laughs> mm. Oh, that was hilarious. What about Nipplegate? Does Nipplegate go on there on the list? Yes. Hell yeah. Controversial. <laughs> I think Nipplegate could go on there. Definitely like one of the biggest moments in television history. Talk to me, boy. I'm going to have you next for the end of this song. <laughs> Nipplegate. Why, a few years ago when they brought Justin back and he went into that song, I was on the edge of my seat like, here we go. It's like, <laughs> If Janet comes out in the middle of that, that would have been amazing. And then he looks at the uh, camera and he smiles. I'm like, eh. Hilarious. Usher got to top it this year. You got to bring Kiki Palmer out and then do um, what's no. like. No, we don't want to see don't that. Don't your girl around me to play it for real. That's <laughs> my nigga for real. You got to do that. You don't have to call. Rip the skirt off, man. Just to like full. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Audience, I want to announce his world if he did that shit. <laughs> I want to announce his world tour after he performs. I'll be online looking. I'm gonna be online as soon as he announces that world tour. I'm gonna be looking for Chicago dates immediately. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I won't be doing for Usher. Well, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, let's talk about something that happened on television recently. Uh oh. Chiefs. Um, Las Vegas Raiders game. I don't know if you heard about this story. I'll just no. pull the picture up. Okay, let me see. Without context, let you make a comment, then we're going to the story. Yeah. What do you think about this kid right here? <laughs> so kid, he's wearing the Chiefs um, yeah, the headdress and then um what appears to be blackface. <laughs> His face is painted, but we know that in native culture they did do war paint, like, but from this picture it looks like blackface without context it does look very blackfaceish and, and so it looks like um got some um controversy definitely and he looks um caucasian we'll say the gentleman looks caucasian and he has native headdress and appearing blackface so it's like a lot going on right there but Let's bring it up with more context and yeah have another angle of the kid now. Yeah. 
there's more context right there. Okay. His so face like, was actually in the, the colors of the Chiefs. It's like yeah, the that, Chiefs colors, yeah. Yeah. Cause um and face painting is a thing in the NFL. Face I wouldn't do yeah. it, but, um, I wouldn't do face painting. Do that, but um not me. It's like <laughs> I ain't gonna die hard. I'm not painting my face blue. I'm not painting my face nothing. Not I'm not doing, doing that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing orange and blue. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not. You're in a line now. You're not even gonna do orange and blue. Like I'm no, not, not that. <laughs> not no. that. Not that. I'm not, you can call me say what you want about me, but I'm not that big of a fan. Well, I'm gonna paint my face. <laughs> call me what you want, but I'm not doing. I that. wear apparel. I wear Perry. That's about most you're getting out of me is I wear. Man, I certain hat. I may, you know? I may hold a sign. I may hold a defense. I walk a defense. Mm. Defense. I might do with that, but that's about it. Just I'm not. Getting out of me, but um, basically this kid he got um he almost got doxxed and shit because like this writer went about the blackface and um the kid is what like five or some shit he's like yeah he's like yeah like Khalil's age is like and he almost got doxxed and then like the story like um more and more started coming about like first they showed the um second one that I showed is like well it wasn't blackface he was like and then um instead of just letting it go like the I'm gonna read to get the writer's name and shit you know. I like putting motherfuckers' names out there. If I say it appears, I say without context, it appears blackface. Oh, yeah, that's what I said, too. Yeah, a Caucasian person with native hairdress. So that's a lot going on. Native hairdress and blackface on a Caucasian person doesn't look good. Yeah. That doesn't look good. It doesn't. I agree. <laughs> yeah, surfing. first um, glance, yeah, it didn't look. It doesn't look good. Karan J. Phillips is the guy's name. So, yeah, from Deadspin. Okay, that's where the original article came from. With the, the first one I showed with the blackface. Mm -hmm, with the Instead of letting it go, like um, when they said, okay, he's just a face painter with the team colors. It's like, and mm -hmm. then like, motherfuckers just can't let shit go. Like, just, you know, just fall back and shit. Like, <laughs> like me, if I was Rogers, fall back. You even got to, nobody say you even got to put an apology. Just, just fall back and shit. Yeah. 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 He, he doubles down. It's like, yeah, well, that, that's, that's even more racist. Yeah. Cause guess saying that the red part is insulting Native Americans. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Because all he sees himself is as a color and shit, like not as an individual. It's like, he like just doubled down and shit. And the coup de gras was this allegedly. Um, I haven't verified the story, but the um, the kid is part Native American, too, so so maybe that his grandfather is Native American. It's like, so it made it all ridiculous. So it might be his culture after all, because I said you know, cultural appropriation. And it's, it's, Everybody doesn't look like how um. How they are like it's people who especially like white. generations move as the grandparent like um people like if you like you marry outside the race it's like you mm -hmm. you might not look like as indigenous as your grandfather like that yeah it's people <laughs> who are white it's it's white kids now who may have had a great grandmother who look like me basically <laughs> but it's like if you marry white and then you just now everybody else is white but your great grandmother was a black woman so it's like you know. But um, that's a perfect example. We'll just let shit ride. It's like, now you look even more stupid. He doubled down, saying, "Yo, well, that's even more racist than Because <laughs> clearly, the kid, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's like you have a five year old, and if your kid wanted to like go wear that to the football game, you wouldn't think it was race related. He just wants to like, <laughs> exactly, yeah, he was like, he wanted to like do the like some people. Are, I'm not one of those fans, but some people like to do the face paint thing. I ain't yeah, gonna, I'm, not yeah, I'm not doing that shit. But if the kid wanted to do that shit, it's like, yeah. well, it's my kid. Well, he wanted to dress up. He wanted to be Sonic the Hedgehog or Mario. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he wants to be. He was, Sonic the Hedgehog. He was appropriating the times if he wanted to be Mario. Though, see, he was Mario. So was he culture? Yeah. My kid was Mario for Halloween. So did he, he wanted to be Mario? Because he says it's me, Khalil. Because he was doing like this, it's me, Khalil. I'm like, yeah, it's you, it's you, Khalil. Like it's me, Mario. When you walked in, I would have said, But people are a little bit too, I feel. It's, it's too I want to get the story. Yeah. And that's the thing that I always go back to is that it's when like, you let shit play out, let shit you have play. this lens, but then when you do the wide shot. Like we were talking about that. You see, you see the small close up. You're like, ooh. Yeah, but then we I saw it too. I was like, yeah, that is questionable. And then you start reading. Then they show the second angle. I'm like, yeah, he just he just painted it team colors. It's like nothing to see here. That's all. Like, yeah. It's like, I probably, me personally, I probably wouldn't do the headdress because, um, like I said, the reason why is because, um, like I said, you mentioned I went to Illinois because a lot of that, that's been an ongoing thing. Like my whole time down, that's been an ongoing thing about. Yeah. 
the whole chief and in the, the line of work and that's been had a two, two um professional teams already like dropped like the Redskins and the, and Indians. the Indians. They both dropped um all the, the indigenous references to their team. Yeah. So that's why I said we're gonna get them chance. They're not gonna is um is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the Swifty ain't gonna be the Swifty's gonna be fired Swifty. up. <laughs> they gonna have to say they're not gonna be the Chiefs anymore. They gonna they, they got a perfect name, the Kansas City Swifties. There we go. We already got the perfect name for the team. <laughs> so they're not the Chiefs anymore. Let's change it to the Swifties and call it a day. They're not the Swifties. I'm not going to. No, we're not doing Swifties. You want to be the Chiefs. You ain't going to have to wear headdresses. Yes. <laughs> be the Swifties. That's the reason why I say I wouldn't do a headdress. Because like I said, after seeing all the... Because it was like... Like even when I was in Illinois, back when you were there, that and then all. even when I was, there, it was always a thing because like when we would do like our phone a thought because every year we did a phone a thought when we would call our alums and you know, and you know ask if they want to give donations and then that was an option that they had on the card where, where people say they didn't want to donate because you still have the chief. That was a real thing that people would say that I'm not donating because you guys still support the chief. Okay, mm. <laughs> click, and that was actually an option on the card that to say why people refuse to donate is because of that. So. That's the reason why I feel about that, because seeing like how all that was like when I was in school or whatnot. So that's why I said I would probably like avoid the headdress, but the face painting, the Perry, all the other stuff there, yeah. But I probably wouldn't do the headdress, probably. Yeah. Cause especially because now that like, people are just so everything is so everything is cast um, yeah, yeah. let's just everything is keep it moving and shit. Yeah. Everything is oh that's canceled. Oh, you can't do this. Cancel culture and all of that shit. Your cultural appropriate. Everything is not cultural appropriation. Everything isn't. Hmm. That's hilarious. Everything is not. Hmm. Like a thing, like I don't think that cornrows are cultural appropriation, but if you if all of a sudden, if like now that you start wearing cornrows and you suddenly develop a black set, now it's like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> like, like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> Why are cornrows considered cultural appropriation? Like, if um a non-black chick wears cornrows, but you see black chicks with blonde hair all the time, why is that not cultural appropriation? I don't think it's. I think I'm the just saying, like in general, like not you, but like in general, like you see people get mad. It's like it's chicks with blonde hair, like talking about cultural appropriation. Like your hair is not that color, so like, it's like. <laughs> You complaining about somebody else appropriating culture? You got blonde hair. <laughs> I don't think it is. A, I don't. I don't think that hairstyles are like it depends. It depends. It depends. Like if you're doing something and if it's worn in a way where it's like, and sometimes it's just hair, the style, like the style of the era. Yeah, like, the style is. I'm old enough to remember back in the '80s when um white girls wore like the curly the curly perms. It's like yeah. They kind of look like like froze. Like that was the, a thing. I remember that the curly perm. Yeah, I remember that was a thing back when I was a kid. Yeah. Perms to white women were like to make their hair curly. Yeah, kind of look like a. You look back make now, it, like, it, it kind of like a fro like that. Yeah, like at which Macaulay had like a uh, the curly perm um in a flash dance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the curly perm. Even though like we found later she was half black, but that's why she had curly yeah, hair. The she was half the perm is it? But, like, was right. but but in the movie, you know, she was portrayed as being a yeah, white woman. Character was like yeah. She was a white woman with a curly perm in the movie, but then we find like, oh no, she's half black. That's why she yeah, has curly you know, hair. I'm talking about by the way, in case you didn't know, we talking about Jennifer Bill. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing in the eighties. Is like yeah, the curly perms is like, and they kind of look like fro or like Jerry curl, kind of like that. It's like, but mm -hmm. nobody said it was appropriation. That's just the style of the era. It's like, textured yeah. hair, but style. it's like when you start acting a certain way, then it becomes like okay, knock it off. Like that's when like you know it's like knock it off. Rachel Dolezal, all that shit. Then you take it. Like, you, you wear cornrows and then you start talking. You, you start talking. You start dressing different. And you start like you're doing too much. Like what, what are we doing? <laughs> you can wear a hairstyle because you think the hairstyle is cute, but you just adopt a whole different personality when you get a hairstyle. Then it's I like just crack okay, up when you see. What it. are we doing? <laughs> Chicks with blonde hair crying. Like you can wear blonde hair, but if you just start acting like, oh my god, and like acting like a valley girl, it's like, what, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? Even though it is some, it. some black girls that actually act like that, but like, what you saying? <laughs> you know, so by like, yeah, this is you start acting like you know. Shout out, shout yeah. out Tracy Bingham. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> a whole another. Yeah, she was quite the character, but um, she went herself. Well, <laughs> let's but yeah, just avoid the hairdress, I say. But don't uh don't cancel this five year old kid. He's a 
Especially a growing 40-year-old man. Dude's like 40. That was writing that article. It was like, you're a growing ass man. Attack <laughs> it. This little kid is um, uh, is it's say it's taking you, it's gonna put you in chains and shit. Like, shut, shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> Everything is not about oh my god. Want to be oppressed so bad? Oh, I always say that. Like some cats, some cats want to be oppressed. They want slavery back so bad. It's like that yeah. you would take, you look at that and say like that's a threat. To, that's a threat to your blackness. That shit. It's like <laughs> it's not. <laughs> if anything, um. Native American people may be more so like, you know. They might be more like said, maybe the headdress more so than the other stuff. It's like like you said. <laughs> That's it. And then all stuff does is just all things does all, all sometimes people need is just to have a conversation so things can be a teachable moment. Like one of the best teachable moments I saw that happened online was uh with Jeremy Lynn and uh what's his name? Um King and Martin. Yeah. Yeah, with Kenya Martin. Yeah. He tried to so, come after Jeremy Lin. I remember. Because Jeremy Lin, at one point, he said, because locks, locks were like a thing or whatever. So then Jeremy Lin locked his hair at some point. And I have seen Asians lock their hair. I have seen that before. Because that, that was during when Jeremy Lin was kind of experimenting because he had the man bun like before that. And then I yeah. guess eventually, um, I think he tried corn rolls and eventually he ended up with the locks. I think that's what it was. So then he locked his hair. And then Kenya Martin hopped on saying, you know, trying to drag him like the cultural appropriation. And then Jeremy Lin came back and said, it's not, he said, what's the moment we can learn? He said, like the uh, uh, Chinese that, tattoos that, that you have on your body. Cause he had a bunch of, cause a lot of people get Chinese tattoos on their bodies. They don't know what it means. Known for his, yeah. A lot of people have Chinese tattoos on their body cause they think it looks cool, but you have no idea what these tattoos say. Yeah, they could be in, insulting you. Are you really what they mean. Mm -hmm. It could be say, I'm a dumbass. That's what it could say. <laughs> it could say that about you. I, I suck. <laughs> and I like I think that it, the way he just came back, like he didn't come back and he just did as a teacher. And then King, all he had to do, like King, and all he could say was, you write respect. And you know, he was like, thank you for educating me with that. Like that's he all he could say. He, he was smart. He fell back. He was like, because you got down Chinese that tattoos. That's even, well, that's even more racist. He didn't double down. He just fell back. Oh. <laughs> and it's true. It's like you talking about me, cultural appropriate, because I you have Chinese tattoos on your body. Like I You're just not Chinese. blonde hair, like yeah, like nobody ever comes at the thoughts like that though. Yeah, like, yeah. You come, yeah. What's your blonde hair? Like nobody ever comes at them. It's like let them get away with the shit. <laughs> so is that appropriating your blonde hair? Knock it off. Yeah. Oh, thought probably wouldn't. She, she probably would double down. No, she ain't gonna back off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how no. dare you? Yeah. <laughs> thought would keep. But so we brought it back to the NBA. Let's talk about Josh Giddy. You heard about this story. <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. He's like um a guard with yeah, Thunder's guard, yeah, with Josh Giddy, yeah. I know the name Josh Giddy. I know the name. Well, big story. Um he's in the news these days <laughs> for allegedly having an improper relationship with an underage girl. Josh is 21, by the way. So grown ass man. You're but, a grown man. Yeah, so I'm sick um, of grown. I'm sick of grown man. I'm 20. Grown man, you grown, and the girl is, I think, 15 or something that he's been linked to, something like that. Yeah, lock him up. He's investigating the story now, yeah. And um, of course, everybody's coming after, like, um, why because he's, he's a white dude, yeah, or whatever he is. Like, he's, I think, he's Australian, but same thing, it's like, yeah. And so, like, people are trying to say that they've given him like a pass, it's like, oh, they they investigate, you gotta. You don't just cancel people right away. You got to invest. Right, you got to have your evidence. <laughs> but the NBA is investigating this story. It's like, yeah, it's they hard, get the... it's hard to gather evidence because just like with R. Kelly back in the day with the girl, like the um, the girl is being uncooperative. So that's the thing. It's like, yeah. She, yeah. she probably loves him and he manipulated her. I'm sure. So she's and um they don't understand. And the, and the family might have gave him paid him off. It's like so they, they don't understand our type of love. It's not a 21 year old and a 15 year. That's not love. That's might, statutory. Might have, might have paid the parents off to keep them quiet too. Like, mm -hmm. so, yeah. I'm just speculating. Not people look know. the other way. People yeah. pick and choose what they want to look the other way on. But that's but the, if it is, that's the hold up is the family. They're being uncooperative. Like that's the story. I saw. If it is appropriate evidence, I hope that they do because this has to stop. Like this, this is getting out of control. Like. I know a lot of stuff, uh, like, it's stupid to keep on being like, 
What about Jerry Lee Lewis? What about Elvis? What all the dead people. Dead. Fuck them. Yeah. They're Fuck dead. Yeah. You have to. He's dead. Fuck all of the dead people. <laughs> what we care about is what happens now. So we can make a change now. So yeah, this the shit. Josh Giddy story. Happen. Yeah. Like that's the one. Let's let's talk about him. Let's not talk about the dead motherfuckers. Let's talk let's about. Let's stop this so this shit yeah. won't keep on happening because for years, for years, it was just looked the other way. Men outwardly had underage girls like i read like a whole list of like all these actors rock and roll superstars all these people i read a whole list of that like people who were able like like guitarists taking like a 16 year old on tour with them you 30 years old you taking a 16 on the road with you 16 years old mm. and that was just that was that was just looked the other way in the 70s people just looked the other way yeah, they didn't know I actually think that was a real problem once upon a time. Like if said, a grown, I'm going to tell you this now. If a grown man in his 20s comes and says that he's showing interest in my underage daughter, you want to have some smoke. Like, it's, it's going to be, it's going to take everything in my power to pull me off of you because how dare you? Like, you're a grown man showing an interest in an underage child. So let's set the tone now where we're, addressing this when we see these inappropriate actions we're reacting to these situations we're not looking the other way and the other part is that we hear a lot is the victim blaming the girls were fast it's always she was or she didn't look 16 it doesn't matter she was 16 look look at that body she don't look 16 she was fast she was this she was so instead of holding the adult accountable you're blaming the minor saying that the minor is the one who should be responsible because she was fast and she had no business being at this location. That sounds you like sound stupid Kelly. as hell. That's that R. Kelly bullshit. You sound dumb as hell saying that. You do. That shit is not mutant now. There we go. You hear me? Like a, a child. Like, like whatchamacallit? It's a, it's, I guess like with all this stuff going on now, um, more people who were victimized as teens they're telling their story because I saw um, Gloria Velez has been coming to the I forefront. Erin Hall and I've been seeing a lot of her stuff because she's saying that she was definitely victimized. Hall, I saw like with um. She said Luke. She said it starts with Luke Campbell. That's what she said. And of course, people jumping. Uncle Luke and people jumping in, but it's like, come on, uh, no, not, it's not that shocking that Uncle Luke was um. Uh, does did inappropriate <laughs> somebody says he said an inappropriate relationship is not the most you're not gonna be shocked like really him is like said she, no. said, that, she said that he's like the head of the snake basically because she was saying that he it he, starts he, with he him brought her into this industry i would say like he mm -hmm. like, brought her in because aaron hall let's not forget gloria Velez was 16 when aaron hall got her pregnant and he was like what 30 or close to 30 um not sure but that sounds about right he was a grown-ass man so, mm. I mean, R. Kelly and him had that in common because, like, R. Kelly sounded like Aaron Hall. So, I mean, <laughs> his mentor, baby. <laughs> he cloned him in more ways than one. Because, like, I mean, we always knew that that was his, like, baby. And we find, like, oh, that's his baby. And then we saw the kid, and then he denied the kid. But then you see the kid, the kid looks exactly like him. Mm. He looked exactly like, like, I mean, obviously he's biracial, but. He looks like his damn dad, the same shape hair. He looks like his father. He gets a light skinned version of his father. He looks like Aaron Hall. He looks just like his father. He just has some complexion in from his mom, but he looks like his dad. And uh, she was she was 16 and she showed a picture of her um, high school ID. She was like, see, I was a baby. And then people in the conversation session was trying. It was disgusting. They were like, she didn't look 16. And she didn't like a baby to me. You could obviously tell she was a teen. You could obviously tell she was a teenager, obviously, on her ID picture. It's like, come on. It's like, you got to be smarter than that. <laughs> you could, but you could obviously tell that on her high school ID, you could obviously tell that she was a high school student. You could obviously you tell. People that say that Aaliyah tricked R. Kelly, too. So, okay. <laughs> Aaliyah Wait, looked, Aaliyah tricked him? Aaliyah looked like a baby. <laughs> Where? Well, she lied about her age, yeah. Which te technically she did. That's a yes and a no, like because she put eighteen instead of what fifteen or whatever and shit. Yeah. So, like, that's, so that's the that's the um that's what they standing on is like yeah. Well, she lied about her 15. age. Yeah. On another video, he's like, for her to have this much talent at fourteen. On another video, he clearly was saying that he had never seen someone someone with so much talent as 
Like even though he was like she's fourteen, but she's just so talented. Yeah, he was praising her work ethic and how yeah, much I talent she had. Her, yeah. So he knew she was fourteen. He Can't knew. Penalize him for that one. Yeah. Look, it says it right there on the on the marriage certificate. Yeah, that she's eighteen. She lied. He told her to put eighteen on there. He told her his people told her she had to put eighteen on there. But like I said in that previous video where they like where he was like she was fourteen, and then he said little cute Leah. <laughs> like come on. Five. He said, "Little cute bit Leah on the song." Mm. So he knew. Don't don't play with me. He knew. And then like I said, Leah looked like a child. She was a little skinny. She was like me. She was a little skinny girl. She looked like a kid. She didn't look like no adult. Okay. Well, before we get ready to wrap it up, I got one more. I got to play for you. You heard about okay. this all, um, Chris Brown, Rihanna. Um, Jay Z, Jaguar, right? Story you're about this, right? <laughs> I have not. I'm just Rihanna, Chris Brown, just like, uh, about them. Well, we're gonna play the video. They both are. I mean, Rihanna is like, I think they might as well be married because, like, ASAP called her his wife before. I don't know, they might be married, they might not, whatever. Them, but they have a family. <laughs> they both, both of them are parents now, basically. Both of them are parents. Chris Brown got a kid, have seemingly moved on. But here's the story right here, this crazy-ass story. I had to play this, and then we're going to wrap up. <laughs> I don't understand why people keep talking about that. It was forever ago. They were both very young, and he had just had his first herpes outbreak from her giving him the herpes. Ooh, my, my, my. Like, how the fuck did, you know what I mean? Like, like mm. people don't understand what happened that night. And that's because Jay-Z worked so fucking hard to change the narrative of that night. Now, Rihanna was only 14, 15 when he started fucking with her and signed her to Def Jam. Wow. It's clear to say that the herpes that she had came from the person she had been most sexually involved with, and that was Sean Carter. So here it is. Chris Brown has his first herpes outbreak from a celebrity girlfriend who he was set up with and it was supposed to be this and it was supposed to be that and he was there so people wouldn't pay attention to the fact that she was fucking Jay-Z. Mm, what you think? <laughs> I mean, we heard, like, I mean, I heard about herpes rumor years ago. No, I, I heard, heard about that. I heard that around that time. It's like I heard that years ago. So like, I heard like bits and pieces of this story. I never heard it in that form. Like, I never uh, heard in that form, but because like, uh, it said uh, the reason why he beat her ass was because she gave him herpes. That's the story I heard like from back then. It's like, it's like, um, and now Jaguar, right? She's doubling down. <laughs> My thing, my advice I give to people, I mean, like, and people always, people always have been trying to call Jaguar Wright crazy. A lot of people that people say are crazy, like Jaguar Wright, Cat Orlando Man. Brown. A lot of these people, uh, they said Corey Feldman was crazy. A lot of these people are not crazy because a lot of people may have seen, yeah, they may have seen or heard something and like they know something that was behind the curtain that you don't know, but now because the higher up can like make them look like yeah. they're they're a psycho. They're Cat Williams is my perfect example of that because Cat Williams was in the fucking Kevin Hart. They're spot. drugged out. He was in the Kevin Hart spot, and then mm -hmm. when he started acting crazy, then like acting crazy, left him for Kevin because like Kevin went along with the program. It's like yeah, well Cat mm -hmm. was taught he talked too much, so they had to get rid of him. It's like yeah, mm -hmm. they live. Yeah, they live. One of my favorites. Uh, but the thing that I will just say about that I warn about people like that is is that um if Jack Jay White turns up dead, like that'd be great. Well, Jay-Z is a billionaire, be uh Beyonce's almost a billionaire, and Rihanna's a billionaire. So it's like you like if you make it like a statement like that and you double down, it's like as we see with the Tasha K stuff and yeah. defamation is a real thing. Yeah, she Tasha K got lawsuits from everybody. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Defamation is a real thing. So, like, when you're making statements about people who have long money and saying that it's a fact, you're not saying allegedly, you're not saying according to Shade Room or according to Bossip or yeah. whatever. You know, you're not yeah. doing that. Or whatever, yeah, say all of that stuff. Yeah. And you're saying that no, and then she That's has. I'll put it on that one. I said, I said, um, Jaguar Wright. I said, I didn't mention none of that. I didn't say whether I agree with her. I thought it was yeah. Jaguar Wright said this. Like, well, said. This is from her mouth. So when people make these type of statements, and then you can't make statements like that. And I said, especially like not against these billionaires. Like, what, like, you. 
lot of power there, yeah. You setting yourself up a for a lot of power right there. Yeah. A lot of setting power. yourself up for um a lot for of some power. shit, basically. A lot of power right there. You gotta deal with it. A lot of power. Yeah. But uh, we definitely gonna keep an eye on that because I saw it. I was like, whoa, I gotta play this on those the kid heard this one. Because <laughs> I had heard the rumor years ago, but they had kind of like faded. Happened. That's what um the, the understory was. Is like the real the real reason why he beat Rihanna was yeah. That's the story mm -hmm. I had heard. Yeah. And like um Jaguar Wright is saying that she was fucking Jay Z at fourteen or whatever. So that's a huge accusation right there. It's like, yeah, that's gotta have some receipts on that one. It's like yeah. Yeah, just don't anybody touch the K and be sued. Yeah, you better have some receipts. Like if you got the receipts, yeah, go for it. But if yeah, if um you better have receipts when you make huge accusations like that. Why you guys just like some hearsay or like even if it's just something like a visual or like something like that where it's nothing like in hard receipts then don't go down that rabbit hole unless you have hard receipts cat williams mentioned in his act when he said he saw the professor like he, he <laughs> after that cat williams was crazy all of a sudden yeah, he was crazy the next day literally. <laughs> i don't think he's crazy i don't think he's crazy I think cat's crazy i don't think a lot of these people are crazy if they say are crazy yeah. i don't think kanye's crazy it's like, yeah. No, I don't think he's crazy. Well, he started saying all the stuff with the group that um we can't talk about. It, it rhymes with news, but starts with a J. It's like, it's, that's what, he's yeah, that's what, that's when they finished Kanye off. It's like it's, I don't think there are a lot of these people are crazy. I don't think they are. But when you start talking about the run, Kyrie's another one they um calling him crazy, yeah, because he went after that same group. And now they're trying to get rid of his ass. He's not the guaranteed contracts why they can't get rid of him. The only one who seems uh who sees Teflon to the shit is Dave Chappelle. <laughs> he figured he cracked the code. Some kind of way he he cracked the code. Yo, they've been trying to get rid of him for decades, but he's still here. <laughs> he's bigger than ever. <laughs> He turned down, turn down 50 million and then got and even then more. made 200 million or something. Or on the back end. It's like <laughs> Dave figured Dave cracked the code, so Dave figured it out. <laughs> like that, still around is like, let's wrap this damn thing up. Not another damn podcast. Three thirty nine. You want to show us love? We appreciate you first of all. You want to show us some love further? Give us a like. Also subscribe, share, rate on you know, all your platforms. Talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart. TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices. Make sure you follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And you can check me out at MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm -hmm. Also, S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs and for your video production needs. Check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>